Last year, we had a COVID Christmas. We thought, or at least hoped, it would be the only one. But now we face our second. In a real sense, every Christmas, every year, every day is a COVID day, with the word COVID standing in for all the disasters and disappointments that are a part of life. Does the Christmas feast offer us any encouragement in our various COVID Christmases? I'm Bill Grimm, reporting from Tokyo. Last year, we had what we thought was the COVID Christmas. We were mistaken. It was merely the first COVID Christmas in what is now a series. And though vaccinations and treatments may eventually bring the pandemic under some sort of control, we have no idea how long the series will go. This year has not been good to us. Disasters exacerbated, if not caused by climate change, fires, floods, droughts, storms, and the destruction, poverty, and refugees they produce have multiplied. Russia masses troops on Ukraine's border. China erases the promises it made at the reversion of Hong Kong and threatens Taiwan. Within China's borders, genocide against the Uyghurs continues. In Myanmar, Buddhists carry on their own genocide against the Muslim Rohingya minority. Buddhists in Thailand attack Muslims, while Muslims in Bangladesh, Indonesia, Pakistan, and elsewhere persecute Christians. Hindus do likewise in India. Though too weak in the rest of Asia to be perpetrators, in the Philippines, Christians use their power against Muslims and for non-religious excuses against journalists, activists, and the poor. The Middle East remains a chronic tinderbox containing nuclear weapons. In Africa, Asia, Europe, and Latin America, corruption, violence, and political unrest drive refugees to flee for uncertain safety. The United States faces the danger of a coup d'etat. In the church, the extent and cover-up of sexual abuse is no longer news. Churches reopen after COVID-related shutdowns and restrictions, but people resuming the habit of involvement with communities remain a fraction of what was. We face multiple infections, most of them not medical. COVID Christmas could be a shorthand phrase to describe a reality that goes far beyond a viral infection as we approach the end of the year. Might 2020 have been the worst year ever? Christmas 1347, with tens of millions dead, dying, or doomed by bubonic plague, was a worse medical disaster than COVID-19. The two world wars of the last century certainly caused more pain and uncertainty than we are experiencing. But there's no need to compete in a horror sweepstakes. Christmas 2020 is bad enough. This COVID Christmas is really not different from other times, other Christmases that may have been called by other nicknames, but were as disturbing, distracting, and dismaying as this. Perhaps our COVID Christmases are just amplifications of what we always face, forcing us to pay attention to the dark aspects of all history, all life. We've been here before. Even the first Christmas was not all sweetness and light. Matthew tells of Herod's slaughter of children. The New Testament contains two accounts of the birth of Jesus that differ from one another, though we tend to amalgamate them into one story. For example, Luke has the birth take place in a stable, while Matthew places it in a house. In fact, one year, there was an attempt to build the Christmas creche at the Vatican in accord with Matthew's version. There was such an uproar that the house was remodeled as a stable. At this COVID Christmas, Luke's stable version has a special message for us. The prophet Jeremiah prays in the midst of his own COVID crisis, a terrible drought that brought crop failures, hunger, and death. 
He describes servants trying to draw water from empty cisterns, parched fields, and dying animals. Jeremiah turns to God and complains, O hope of Israel, its Savior in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land, like a traveler turning aside for the night? Jeremiah prays, as we probably have prayed more than once in this pandemic, God, where are you? Don't ignore us. Be with us. Luke says that Mary gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. With that detail about the inn, the evangelist is answering the prayer of Jeremiah. An inn is a place for travelers, for people just passing through. They do not plan to stay long, just long enough to get some rest, conduct some business, and move on. Jesus is not born in an inn because he is not a stranger in the land, a traveler turning aside for the night. He really is Emmanuel, God with us, by saying that there was no place for them in the inn. Luke is not talking about overworked hotel staff. There was no place for them in the inn because an inn is not an appropriate place for the birth of Jesus. He is not passing through. He has come among us to remain with us. He is not a traveling stranger, but a native of our world, and he will not move on. He's here to stay. That is the message for us in COVID Christmas and all the COVID Christmas-like days of our lives. In Christ, God is with us to accompany us, to give us hope. We are not forgotten or abandoned by God. Jesus Christ, the risen Savior, is with us today and every day to be good news to all the people. Follow us on our Twitter handle at UCA News for all the news and analysis. This Union of Catholic Asian News podcast is produced by Binu Alex. We need your support to continue reporting news, features, commentaries and analysis on and about the church in Asia. Log on to ucanews.com slash donate to do your bit, however small it may be.